Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Hello and welcome back to another edition of the Truth Hurts program with me, Steve Z. It is Friday, July 15th, 2022, and I thought you deserved a little Friday music again. It's That's right, and it's good. It is really good to give you a little Friday music to kind of pump you up for the weekend. Because on the weekend, unless you're addicted to watching news programs on Sunday, it's pretty much a time to rest, relax, have a good time, right? At least that's what we're supposed to be doing. Biden has once again made a blunder, claiming that the U.S. inflation levels are the lowest of almost every major nation. As America digests the latest inflation data, analysts are trawling through the figures to compare how U.S. price rises compared to other economies around the world. Inflation hit a 40-year high of 9.1%, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. And that, my friends, is the largest yearly increase of inflation since an 8.6% jump way, way back in 1981, over 40 years ago. But don't worry, President Joe Biden will look at the camera and lie and try to reassure everyone worried about the month-to-month-to-month-to-month-to-month cost-of-living crisis, claiming falsely in his latest lie, repeating his previous lie that, quote, inflation is the lowest of almost every major nation, unquote. Last month, ABC News conducted a survey from Ipsos, and it revealed that most Americans claimed that inflation, rising gas prices, and the economy in general are the most important issues for them in determining how they will vote for members of Congress in the November midterm elections, now just a few short months away. It's the economy, stupid. Remember Cigar Bill Clinton? That's what he was told when he dramatically started listening to the Republicans and turned around the economy. Well, Joe Biden is too old, too scrappy, too senile, too set in his ways, too arrogant, and too damned proud to admit that he has effed this country royally since taking office. 
Newsweek's Chloe Mayer says the economy is still recovering after many industries took a hit as a result of the Wuhan, China novel coronavirus pandemic of 2019. It stretched from the end of 2019 into 2020. Bosses reported a great resignation as workers began to quit in earnest. Joe Biden stood before the podium and said, we're going to shut down the virus, not shut down the economy. But he has done anything but. The economy is in big, big trouble. Chloe Mayer continues, economic woes were exacerbated by Russia's invasion of the Ukraine, which led to punishing sanctions against Russian exports, including gas. Coupled with an increased demand for oil as nations attempted to return to pre-pandemic production levels, the article says post-pandemic, so the editors missed that obvious screw-up, coupled with increased demand for oil as nations attempted to return to pre-pandemic production levels, American drivers saw the cost of fuel skyrocket at the pumps since the first day of Biden's presidency supply chain issues, and of course, other excuses made by Mr. Biden simply don't add up. How does the claim that our nation has a lower inflation rate than others actually stack up? During a conversation with Mexico's President Lopez Obrador on Tuesday, Biden said, we're suffering from inflation and pose a consequence of what's going on in Ukraine. But we have the lowest rate of almost every major nation in the world. It's not the first time Biden lied and claimed America's inflation level is amongst the lowest on a global scale. You might recall June 14th, while he embarrassed himself and the nation at a NATO summit in Spain, Biden said, quote, America's better position to lead the world we ever have been. We have strongest economy in the world. Our inflation rates are lower than the other nations in the world. The facts, of course, prove Joe Biden is still the liar in cheat that he has always been. Biden made his first claims weeks after the American inflation spiraled to a four-decade high of 8.6% in May of 2022. Looking at the data for May of 2022, the inflation rate in the U.S. was much higher than the Eurozone average, the South Korea average, and those of many other nations. And when the U.S. was compared to other countries in the preceding months, the U.S. inflation rate, thanks to Joe Biden's economy, was higher than many of our peers, including Canada and the European Union and Australia. So, what of Biden's most recent lie, the claim he made this week? He made his comments on Tuesday, the day before the new 9.1% inflation rate was announced. It's unclear whether he was using the most up-to-date analysis to form his lie, his opinion, his false statement. Now, Newsweek magazine has reached out to the White House for clarification. I, Steve Z, the host of the Truth Hurts program, also made a call to the White House. I should have recorded it and played it for you because they said the, the host of the what program? What, what, what network is that on? It's not. It is, however, played in 17 countries around the globe and has a very widespread listenership audience. But the White House didn't think I was important enough to waste time diverting the question. Nevertheless, other countries have reported their own inflation rates. The data has broadly changed as compared from June to May. 
China recorded a two-year high of 2.5%. That's much lower than 9.1% in America. By the way, the UK has similar 9.1% back in May, but they have not released their June figures as of now. Some other major economies are performing a whole lot better in terms of inflation records as compared to Joe Biden's economy. Japan's inflation rate, 2.5%, just like China. As for the European Union zone average, the forecast is 84 to 8.6% from June, which is also lower than America. Comparing America's economy to, quote, almost every other major nation, unquote, is complex, but it clearly shows that Joe Biden has once again lied to America and to the world. The statement ruled mostly false in Newsweek fact-checking reports. That's amazing. But don't worry, Biden still has excuses, and he even has his lackey, the little fake Blafrican American woman named Camel Toe Harris. She told Caleb Howe, Mediaite, that the 40-year record inflation numbers don't reflect the recent 40 cent per gallon drop in gasoline prices. Duh. We're talking about June's inflation numbers, you vapid, mindless idiot. Cameltoe Harris attempts to mitigate the devastating inflation numbers posted on Wednesday by saying that the CPI report from June does not reflect the very recent July decline in the excessively high gasoline prices which have been a persistent issue since Biden-Harris took office. Maybe the July figures will be a little lower, but not by much, because everything else has gone up. 9.1% inflation is higher than just last year in a year-to-year comparison. And guess what, my friends? It ain't getting any better. Gasoline prices have been particularly high, and it is directly due to Joe Biden's shuttering and shuddering of the United States oil, gas, petroleum industry as a whole. He can try and blame Vladimir Putin. He can try and blame big oil companies who are simply earning a profit after losing money for years due to the Wuhan China novel coronavirus pandemic. He can try blaming the mom-and-pop local gas station owners who have absolutely no control over the price they pay at the wholesale level for gasoline. He can try blaming Republicans, but we all know that would be a lie. He can try blaming Donald Trump, but Donald Trump, well, all he did wrong was send out a few mean tweets. Every other thing they tried to pin and blame Donald Trump for has been proven to be lies, proven in the courts, proven in the impeachment processes, not once, but twice, acquitted, proven not guilty, proven innocent. Remember, it is the same leftist, slimeball, mainstream, leftist, progressive, liberal, woke media that tried for Donald Trump's entire presidency and for the year and a half since Donald Trump has left office. They've tried to make up stories, file false dossiers, fake news reports, and nothing ever has been proven against the president. Hell, they're trying right now. The so-called 
bipartisan insurrection committee hearing in Congress, staffed by Democrats out to get Donald Trump and a few Republicans in name only, just so they can say there's an R or two on the panel, people who don't like Donald Trump. They have nothing on the president. There was less violence, less injury, less death in the so-called January 6th insurrection than there were in the so-called peaceful protests in Seattle, Portland, St. Louis, Louisville, Chicago, and many other Democrat stronghold cities protesting against the untimely heart attack and drug overdose death of one criminal thug animal named George Floyd. You might recall, they tried to blame Donald Trump for that guy's death as well. The media has been wrong for six solid years as a whole. And yet, the stupider half of the United States of America continues to tune in to ABC, to CNBC, to NBC, to CBS, to MSNBC, to CNN, to HLN, and other liberal, woke, progressive, leftist news organizations that have been proven time and time and time again to have lied to the American people. And those same news organizations are trying to make you think that there was some deadly incursion, some insurrection at the Capitol January 6th, 2021, 18 months ago. The only death that occurred on that day, the only death that has been directly linked to the January 6th march on the Capitol, where Capitol Police officers escorted protesters right on into the building. The only death was the death of an unarmed white woman, Ashley Babbitt, by a cowardly Negro Capitol Police officer, a Blafrican American 13% hyphenated minority coward who shot her dead in cold blood. She had nothing in her hands, not even a cell phone. But this cowardly loser, this cowardly police lieutenant on the Capitol Police Force, pulled out his service weapon and murdered Ashley Babbitt, a white woman in cold blood. And because the Democrats control Congress, both houses, and because the Democrats control the White House, they simply said, nothing to see here, folks, move along. It was justified shooting. How can that be labeled a justified shooting when the heart attack and drug overdose death of the criminal, thug, animal, drug dealing, drug using, pointing a gun at the pregnant belly of a woman while he robbed her, criminal George Floyd is not considered justified? And there was no shooting there. A police officer tried to restrain a flailing, fleeing, resisting criminal put his knee on the man's back the man died of a drug overdose and a heart attack but yet somehow the media has fooled the entire country into believing that Derek Chauvin a police officer somehow murdered that thug because the thug was screaming I can't be breathing I can't breathe as he breathed for over nine minutes no one can hold their breath for nine minutes 
The criminal thug animal George Floyd was obviously able to breathe so that he could inhale and then shout, I can't breathe, and then inhale and shout, I can't breathe, and then inhale again and shout, I can't breathe. But the liberal, progressive, Democrat, woke leftist media lied and said he couldn't breathe. On Wednesday, Biden and Harris, according to some of the news reports, did try to take some responsibility for gas prices, but not for their rise. They're trying to take credit for the price going down over the last 27 days by 37 cents a gallon. Camel Toe Harris refusing to take the blame for the rising price, the $3.50 rise per gallon in fuel, says, before I begin, I will address this month's CPI report. There's no question that we still have work to do, but it is important to note that these numbers do not fully reflect the recent drop in gas prices. Average national gas prices have fallen every day for nearly 30 days since mid-June. But she says it so, so much better. Take a listen to your nasally vice president. Well, we first of all need to, to deal with it and the president and our administration we have been in terms of being probably one of our highest priorities, which is to bring down gas prices and to deal with the cost of living, um, in, including what has been happening um, with prices uh, on, on various goods that are almost directly related to a pandemic that impacted the supply chain in a profound way. Russians, Russia's and Putin's war in Ukraine and what that has meant in terms of gas and oil. And so we're working on bringing down basically the cost of, of what life requires for people, which includes we're fighting for things like affordable childcare, right? Can't get the votes in the Senate, but we believe that working families shouldn't pay more than 7% of their income in childcare. We're fighting for f paid family leave. If it wasn't clear before the pandemic, it certainly was clear during the pandemic. When people are sick, they need to be able to stay home and not juggle that versus their ability to put food on the table. So these are some of the things that we're going to continue to fight for. That was Camel Toe Harris pandering to the African American community at the Louisiana Essence Festival on the July 4th weekend. But let me see what we have in the Kamala Harris files trying to take credit for the price of fuel coming down. Stand by. How long should Americans expect? How long should we be bracing for um, this really sort of um, historic inflation and some unprecedented gas prices. Sure. Now I'm going to stop for a moment. She was asked the question by a reporter. She was asked the question by a reporter and she looks at the guy at the other podium to see if he's wanting to answer the question. And he was a foreign leader of another country. And it's, oh, oh, sure, sure. In other words, oh, crap, I've got to actually answer this question. In terms of uh, the discussions that the president, Johannes, and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, but what? we are, again, fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the president, with his administration here about the concerns that they have about the entire region and frankly the vulnerability all you have to do is look at the map what all you got to do is look at the map had nothing to do with answering the question about high gas prices this woman 
is the second in line. If something happens to Joe Biden, let's say he falls down Air Force One steps again, and this time he breaks a hip or breaks his head open, or he dies, or he finally has the, uh, the, the initiative to step down, a little pride and say, you know what, I'm, I'm too old for this, I'm too inept for this, I, this is out of my league, I have proven that, so I'm going to step down. Camel Toe Harris is next in line, my friends. That is what we have to look forward to, and that should scare the living crap out of every single American in this nation. Now, Mediaites Jackson Richmond writes, Israeli Prime Minister directly contradicts Biden on the Iran threat at a joint press conference. He says, Mr. President, diplomacy will not stop them. Them, of course, being the Iranians. This is absolutely something that should scare the hell out of all of you. Iran is on the verge of having nuclear weapons. They chant death to America on a daily basis as part of their daily prayer rituals. They could seriously launch a nuclear attack against us, and it would not phase them in the least. He has done absolutely nothing to slow down or stop Iran from developing nuclear weapons, but Joe Biden does like looking like a little lost puppy, looking here and looking there and looking up and, and hoping someone will say something to him in his earpiece because when these questions are asked of him, he does not have the answers on top of his head. But he did have this to say about Iran getting nuclear weapons. Today, you and I also discussed America's commitment to ensuring Iran never obtains a nuclear weapon. Hold on a second. Listen to him mumble and fumble over that very easy statement to make. Today, you and I also discussed America's commitment to ensuring Iran does not develop a nuclear weapon. Take a listen again as he mumbles over this as if he's got leftover grits and bacon in his mouth. Today, you and I also discussed America's commitment to ensuring Iran never obtains a nuclear weapon. This is a vital security interest to both Israel and the United States, and I would... This is a vital... What he actually said was this is a vital security interest to Israel and the United States. But listen, listen how poorly this man speaks because he does not have the ability to put the words together. This is a vital security interest to both Israel and the United States, and I would add for the rest of the world as well. I continue to believe that diplomacy is the best way to achieve this outcome. And we'll continue to work with Israel to counter other threats from Iran throughout the region, including support for terrorism and ballistic missile program that continues. Including support for terrorism and ballistic missile programs that continues. In support for terrorism? In support for terrorism. Including support for terrorism and ballistic missile program that continues and the proliferation of weapons to terrorists and proxies like Hezbollah. He basically said he is in support of weapons to terrorists. This guy is off his rocker. Now, the Israeli leader called out Biden and basically said, you're full of crap, Mr. President. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You have no clue from your basement, your beach house, 
your lovely palace in the United States of America, Mr. President, Mr. Biden. You have no idea who you're dealing with with Iran. You can't talk to Iran. This is what the Prime Minister of Israel said. Words will not stop them, Mr. President. Diplomacy will not stop them. The only thing that will stop Iran is knowing that if they continue to develop their nuclear program, the free world will use force. The only way to stop them is them knowing that the free world will use force. In other words, this teeny, tiny little country, Israel, a bastion of freedom in the Middle East, is telling the leader of the free world, indeed, probably one of the most powerful positions on planet Earth, the presidency of the United States, but he's talking to a feeble old dementia patient named Joe Biden, and he has to explain something that everybody knows. You cannot negotiate with terrorists. The only way to stop them is to put a credible military threat on the table. That's it. That is common sense. That is leadership. That is strength. Joe Biden could learn a lesson from Prime Minister Lapid. He could, but he won't. Because the, get off my lawn, you're going to do as I say, I'm crappy Joe. His ego will not allow it. And finally today, because it is Friday, and this is so sad, it's funny. And it's so funny, it is sad. I want you to listen to the following. Mr. Biden is going to describe America in a single word, but that single word does not exist in this language, English, or in any other language currently spoken or written on planet Earth. And this comes, what, a day, day and a half after he says he wants to keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Of course, he quickly corrected himself to say horror of the Holocaust. But this is your president, boys and girls. Take a listen to this. This will make you laugh. So if you're driving in heavy traffic, you might want to pull over. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him in the foot. I was going to foot him in the foot. I was going to foot him in the foot. I was going to foot him in the foot. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to foot him in the foot. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was to put him in I want to spell that word. It's spelled A-S-U-F-U-T-I-M-A-E-H-A-E-H-F-U-M-T-B-M-W-H-A. Let's say it again. Let's just hear it again, because this is funny stuff. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was to put him in a I was it's so sad, it makes me want to cry. It's so funny, it makes me want to laugh. Ladies and gentlemen, your president, the leader of the free world, Joe Biden. I was going to say, look, look at this stage, but that's enough, too. Look at the stage. <laughs> but there's been a little change in the arrangement of who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh, look at this room and what you see. You are the first lady's husband, you idiot. <laughs> that's right. She's fine. The second lady, the first gentleman. How about that? America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in. 
Now, Kamala Harris was standing by him, and I think the other African-American woman was Katanja Brown-Jackson, the first black African-American female on a U.S. Supreme Court. And they sat there. They didn't know what to do, how to react to the president with this latest gaffe. The president said, America can be described in just one word. Right now, that word is embarrassment. That, my friends, is all the time I have for this edition of the Truth Hurts program. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend. I'm sure they would enjoy it. If you don't like what you hear, why are you wasting your time listening? Unless you just use this program to get your blood pressure up. Opinions expressed on this program are protected free speech. Thanks to the First Amendment of the United States Constitution, while we still have such a thing. The way things are going now, with Democrats running both houses of Congress and the White House, and calling for Supreme Court justices to step down because they differ with the opinion of the liberal, progressive, woke Democrats, could be putting our nation on a path to destruction as we know it. This program is produced at Studio 63 in Bayou Country. It is copyright 2022, the Truth Hurts Program Network, all rights reserved. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. If you don't, please just keep it to yourself. Turn the program off. Don't listen. We don't need you. I apologize, of course, if anyone who listens to this program is offended, but I retract absolutely nothing because I speak the truth, even when sometimes the truth hurts. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next time. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot, him, uh, foot, foot excuse me. Opinions expressed are protected free speech under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. I apologize if you were offended, but I retract nothing. Background music provided by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Mm-hmm.